This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Now, what I'm going to read you next may upset some of you, but it's absolutely true. There are loads of facts. The public hasn't been informed. The time to start is now. They know this is real. I believe they know more than they're letting on. And I believe they have a good reason not to make it all public. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of The Pod Is Out There Until the Government Shuts Us Down. We're recording live from your friendly neighborhood coven, and we swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. This is Slick. This is Gamma. And Nose will not be with us today due to his running from the government. (laughs) The Nose is running. He is on the run. Um, He should be back next week, um, but we're going to excuse him. He'll outsmart them. Yeah, he will. um, But we do have a a guest on the show today. A very Um, special guest. Very special guest. Uh, Would you uh, introduce yourself? Um, how's it going, everybody? My name is The Howling Witch, and I've been summoned here for some particular insights into the unknown. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Howling Witch. Uh, we really appreciate your wisdom. Tis a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, this will be a special episode interviewing a witch. Yes. So, um, we'll, we'll just get right into it. Um, Could you explain what uh, Wicca is for listeners who might not know? Well, Wicca in the particular um, classification is a, or is considered a new age religion. Mm -hmm. Uh, It basically revolves around um, nature worship, uh, uh, specifying that uh, deities and entities um, live in and around nature. And individuals who practice it are known as Wiccans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, um, it's it's a rather new religion that developed during I believe, nineteen sixties. Okay. Probably a little bit earlier than that. Um, and basically is a fastly growing religion. Um, these days, as millennials, um, are turning away from the traditional. Um, Abrahamic religions of Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, um, individuals who are seeking a higher power or purpose are finding um, their ways back to the original ancestral religions. Um, And a lot of that can be found in religions such as Wicca. Okay. So is that where you you found uh, Wicca? Well, I particularly practice multiple different um, paganistic religions, okay. um, but yeah, um, primarily I would say that uh, Wicca is a centered um, fo- focus for me. Uh, I've, in my um, particular case, I was raised um, in the Christian faith um, by my mother and my father, but they weren't particularly super strict on the uh, on the essence of. Um, 
religion in the household. They just wanted us to find our own path. And for me, um, Christianity just never held that um, that grip that I needed, or I just couldn't associate myself complete with it. There's still um, aspects of the religion that I do uh, hold dear to myself. And I always use this as a uh, particular uh, explanation. Uh, just because me and Jesus aren't talking or at least we're not, you know, together right now doesn't mean we don't still talk from now on in. <laughs> That's a good so, way to put it. at what age did you like fully convert? I guess you could say to like <laughs> these new ways, like the Wicca religion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when I decided to transition into the Wiccan faith, or just to just uh, transition as myself as a practicing witch um it was around 13 i believe and i crossed over with another family uh, family member and we decided that it was just it, it seemed right for us there was a there's a lot of things that had that that's within um practicing witchcraft and uh net and paganistic religions that that clicked for me okay okay so so, um, what are some of those things that really clicked for you? Um, for, uh, first and foremost, I don't believe that any one particular faith is um, the answer. Mm -hmm. um, and I, even though there's a lot of things in Christianity and Islam and um, Judaism that um, obviously um, translates well for many people, one of the, my bigger uh, uh, complaints against, it, uh, against that particular um following is that it's too centered on a male dominated force mm -hmm. and in the practicing of wicca and other um religions that are, uses witchcraft uh there's a sense that there's both a male and female entity mm. okay uh, um and for me specifically um tying it all back to nature animals and um the and life growing from a, a connected force that's what that really draw uh, drove me in Okay. So, like, Wicca, the religion, is, do they, like, believe in, like, they don't, not creation, right? They believe in, like, evolution, I'm assuming, if you're talking about nature a lot, or do, well, do they have beliefs about how the world was created? Okay, um, so here's the thing, they're, when it comes, when you, when someone practices Wicca, Wicca doesn't have a, um, structured, um, way that um individuals practice on um, christianity there's okay. no there's no bible there's right. no torah there's no quran in fact it's all personalized gotcha okay um if you choose to study with under in, um, other like-minded individuals then you create witches or formulate something that's called a coven and a coven is just a gathering of witches or individuals with a like mind and purpose that practice together okay, okay. that makes sense Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, but to answer your question, I, I do believe in evolution, but I also believe in creationism too. Just because something evolved doesn't necessarily mean it disproves the idea of a, of a God or some type of entity that helped in the creation of it. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be, it's the chicken or the egg, what came first. Right. No one really knows the answer. Right. The only thing that I find that it does answer within the constructs of Wicca is that it helps explain that other force that we, till this day, is, as a um, 
as a force on this planet still haven't necessarily grasped or found a way to define. Right. Okay. So, um, what are some common misconceptions about Wicca that you would like to to clear up um, for our listeners? Oh boy. Well, <laughs> first and foremost, in any, when the subject of Wicca or anything that's still witchcraft comes up, which I think I should take this time out right here and right now to set uh, to state for the record, not all Wiccans are witches, nor all witches practice Wicca. Okay. All right. You don't have to be one or the other to do any of the other things. This, this is a totally separate. So, situation. so Wicca and witches are different. Yeah. Okay. Do, can witches practice Wicca? Of course. Can Wiccans practice witchcraft? Definitely. But you don't have to be one or the other to do it. So either one. Do you mind, like, explaining the difference between like witches and then Wiccas? Because I'm kind of confused about that. Okay. So <laughs> witchcraft or witches. Witches practice witchcraft. If you practice witchcraft, you're considered a witch. Okay. Okay. Um, but practicing Wiccans don't necessarily always associate what they're doing as um, witchcraft, but you do believe in a sense of magic. Okay. All right. Um, but specifically, when you're talking about practicing witch uh, or Wicca, you're talking about um, praising and um, honoring the your ancestral spirits and nature itself and specifically the forces that are separated in the constructs of the horned god and the triple goddess okay gotcha so uh you mentioned magic um with with witches and and witchcraft is Mm -hmm. that like similar to like the left hand or right hand path kind of magic it can be yeah um basically um uh, to, to piggyback and go back uh, a little mm-hmm. further, uh, answering a question as towards common misconceptions, a lot of individuals want to say that that all has to deal with the devil or Satanist uh, wor- uh, worship. And uh, here's the thing: uh, if you practice Wicca in a lot of in- or any other um, practicing situations when it comes to witchcraft, there is no devil huh. in witchcraft or okay. Wicca, they don't. We don't really associate all man's evil or something that uh, like that, like like the construct of the devil. It doesn't exist for us. Hmm. We don't need. We believe that there's there's already enough bad things and bad people in the world to explain why that stuff exists. Gotcha. Why you're putting it off on somebody else. Now, personally, for <laughs> me, yeah, I do believe in uh, in the devil. I do believe in um, demonic uh, forces. But do I believe that all those forces are all necessarily evil? No. Nor do I believe all necessary gods or angels are good. That's not. There's light so, and dark for all of us. So it's a lot more gray mm-hmm. in your beliefs. Yeah. To be um uh, to put it back on the record, um, there is no such thing as light or dark magic. It's all in how you practice. Okay. In the intent it's for the what you do. It's the intent and purpose. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. So going back to like the magic, is it how similar is it to like like the um, Western esotericism um, or like left hand, right hand, or even chaos magic? Is it along mm-hmm. the same veins, or is it a completely different thing altogether? It's all in the pra- in the, in the practitioner. Okay. Um, for me, I practice various other um, associations with it. When in my own practice, I like I said, I practice Wicca. I'm I've started um, associating myself with voodoo. 
okay. and other Native American um, traditional uh, shamanistic practices. Okay. So, um, if you're talking about the left hand or right hand paths, I mean, yes, that does exist within it. But it's um, not the same. I mean, it can be, and it's like I said, it's all in the tent. It's all in how you practice. Not nur- You're not going to put two um, Wiccans or witches or uh, or, or how many you in the same room. They're not going to be exactly the same. That makes sense. That makes sense. I guess for me, I just I don't know a whole lot about other magical ways of thinking. No, so yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. That's my that's my two touchstone touchstones is the Western esotericism. The basic way I can explain the practice of magic or witchcraft is this: you, um, if you're a Christian mm-hmm. or you or Jew or you're Jewish or you're um or a Muslim, the main consistency is that you pray to God, right? Right. Well, m- when somebody practices magic, in itself, it's a prayer, but it's a directed prayer, mm-hmm. and you're not waiting around for God or some other higher entity to, to do things on your behalf. You're actively working for yourself. The only difference is that you're also asking for an, a divine being or an entity to help you move it along. Interesting. That's very interesting. That's, I, I, I used to be a Mormon, mm-hmm. um, and within the, a lot of those teachings, it's, it's almost kind of similar in that, um, a lot of people within that religion is when you, you pray to God and you can't sit back and wait for an answer. You have to also do your part. God helps you after how, after all you can do is, is kind of the, uh, the, uh, thought. And for me, that makes, that makes a lot of sense because we have to be our own entities and our own agents of our future. Basically when, um, when I'm practicing, when I'm um, casting a spell, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm calling upon my guardian spirits or my familiar spirits. That's what I really want to say. And the deities that I'm working with. Okay. Um, when, um, there another um, misconception is that a lot of people, when they see like the symbols that are associated with, um, practicing witchcraft or Wicca, um, they basically think it's all demonic or it's uh, all things that has to deal with ill intent. That's t- totally false. Uh, basically, one of the main iconic symbols which de- when dealing with Wicca witchcraft is the I- uh, is the symbol of the pentagram. Mm-hmm. Um, when people see it, and they usually associate when it's called when it's an inverted pentagram, they think this supposed to be represent the the the, the face of the devil or just you know demonic. You know, demonic entities in general. Well, no, actually, those five points represent the elements. Okay. Of earth, wind, fire, and the spirit. Okay, so, with referring to the inverted pair uh, pentagram, mm-hmm. is that with the a single point up? In well, in, with, in the star shape, is that with like one point up, or is that? Well, your inverted pentagram is when the when the point's pointing down. Point is down. So okay. it looks like so a lot of hands. People think it looks like a goat face. Right. Okay. So. Gotcha. But mm-hmm. technically, even an inverted pentagram is not a bad sign mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's, it can be used in the male sense because, like I said, for deities in Wicca, is the horned god, mm-hmm. which is usually the uh, is the male um, entity, which also associates itself with animals and the sun. 
Okay. And then there's the triple goddess who is associated with the moon, and that's represented by the mother, the maiden, and the crone. Crone being the old woman. Okay. So um, it also rolls around the seasons. Uh, a lot of our holidays, which seems to be um, well known, but change differently, are celebrated even by Christians. Right. Christmas. Yeah. Even the day Christmas falls on, that's because there's a pagan ideology. Right. December 25th, uh, that's when somebody tells you Happy New Yule, Yule is the, is the celebration of the pagan ho- uh, holiday. Right. Uh, Halloween, Samhain for me, or the Witch's New Year. Right. So with the, the holidays, uh, you're mentioning about pagan holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, when Wicca became a thing, and you said in the 60s? I believe. I'm, don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, so late 1900s or mid to late 1900s. Yeah, like, definitely around that, um, that, that point. So was that kind of a going back to like like the European pagan kind of religions or is it like or does it draw from those those religions? It definitely draws back on it. Um I mean technically Wicca itself has a founder. Okay. Um can't remember the uh and um Gartner by the by the name of Gartner I do I don't remember his last name. He's the uh, he basically um decided to bring up a um a, a a renaissance of exploring those ancient druid um practices. Okay. okay. Um and it, it it pretty much resonated with a lot of individuals. Mhm. That's really interesting. So um, I know you said like you believe like and some like angels, gods, mm-hmm. and then like the devils, like in like certain people and whatever. But like for like just strictly people who only practice like witchcraft and like Wicca, mm-hmm. do they believe in like places that you go after you die? Like I know like Christians, like you go to heaven or whatever, hell, but like yeah. is there something like that in that religion? Well, a lot of individuals who practice um, Wicca or or um, or just practice witchcraft in general, we believe in reincarnation. A lot of us believe in okay. reincarnation, but there is also a a version of heaven for gotcha. us, and it's called the Summerlands. Oh, cool! And the Summerlands is basically in the way I've been told and the way I visualize it is basically like an endless field or grove that's it's always sunny it's always beautiful it's always in harmony it's just a it's a beautiful place to um where your soul is able to rest and and rejuvenate itself okay and that and you'd go there while you're just being reincarnated or well i believe that's how it is because okay. for me i don't believe that any any one person's uh, any soul stays in one place for too long i right. believe that you when you die you depending on how you um you lived your life you're either going to go to you're you're either going to suffer for what you've done or you're going to be um praised for what you've done or these or the transition you're um, in which you're going to go through is going to be a lot more easier and 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 and, and better for you um if you're going to have if and you do go to heaven i don't believe you stay in heaven for too long you stay there enjoy yourself for a little bit uh and then when you're ready you're reincarnated into your next life um same deal if you're going to hell i don't believe people who go to hell specifically 
um, are meant to suffer there for all eternity. I think you you do your dues like you do on Earth, and then once you, you you've learned your lesson, right? Eventually, you're allowed to, you know, go on. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting. We we talk a lot about spirits on on this show. Yes. And so what what is the your thoughts on like what spirits are and what and what what's like the uh, Wicca standpoint on that? Well, for me specifically, and I can't speak for all Wiccans or all witches. Sure. But for me, it's, it revolves around. Um, there's definitely, but I could definitely say this for anybody who practice. They definitely believe in spirits. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of us, yeah, or it's specific, it's specifically me. Um, I believe in there's a distinction of different kinds. Um, there's human spirits, mm-hmm. and then there or mortal spirits, I should say, and then there's um, internal spirits or natural spirits that exist completely as spirits, and that's what they are. And those spirits I indicate as the fae or um, green men, okay, uh, elementals. Um, what else? Uh, maybe. Um, in, in entities that exist within nature itself. Okay, so like something that we've talked about before, like being like cryptids, like Sasquatch, mm-hmm. being right. being a uh, uh, a spirit. <laughs> would you say that would be like uh, an internal spirit, as you said? Probably like a, a natural spirit. A it natural. would definitely explain certain things, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that's the case for all Sasquatches. I definitely believe there's probably definitely um uh, an an ape like that uh, ape like creature out there in those woods sure yeah. uh, but uh, what i always att- uh, um like to piggyback on um I, I keep saying that but uh, <laughs> uh what i like to attribute to like um different kinds of spirits that people might necessarily view as something different uh think about vampires or werewolves mm. yeah for me a werewolf is an individual that is uh possessed by a savage spirit in this case that of a wolf um like entity uh and then that in the whole process of become a werewolf is possession in and of itself um vampires they're entities or spirits that have clinged on to life because they don't because they they, they live life too much and they just don't know how to, to let it go. So in order to stay within the mortal plane, they use the life essences of others to continue to fuel themselves and stay here. Okay. All right. Well, jumping into a new topic, <laughs> I asked you to bring something along. Mm-hmm. And they are, can you just explain what they are to our uh, listeners? The, these are tarot cards. Okay. And they are um, instruments used in the art of divination. Divination being that of, a lot of people attribute to looking up future telling or fortune telling, but it's not really that. It's um, basically a process in which one um, tries to understand um, the pathways of moving forward in time or specifically um, different events that might that may or may not happen. Okay. So how are they different? Like, what do the tarot cards look like? What are some of the, the cards? Can you describe them for us? Well, tarot decks usually consist of 72 cards in total, and they're, set, and they're um, divvied up between two sects, uh, the major arcana and the minor arcana. Major arcana cards are those that you would understand as being the devil, uh, um, the wheel of fortune, 
the moon, the empress, and then you have minor arcana cards, which are like the wands, the pinnacles, the swords. They those minor arcana cards are are all attributed to a specific um major arcana card and then those and you use the, the reading between those two sets of cards to understand how your life is going at the uh, at, at the time is um at that you're reading it or forward okay okay so i don't i don't know if we we uh, were talked ahead of time about this but uh could you give us a demonstration <laughs> on on that or is that something you would like to keep more personal um, would, would you be willing to read, to read mine? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't usually if this do. This setup is really good for that. Or? It's probably not that. Uh, not that good for that. I can. I. I do read every once in a while, but I'm still a, a learning. I'm still learning the sure. process myself. But right. even more to the point, there are individuals that I do practice with that are not comfortable with it being done. Okay. You know. Recorded in setting. A, in a recording setting. Sure. Because, sure. oh, right. I mean, unfortunately, there are st- still plenty of misconceptions mm-hmm. of course. individuals, and they just don't understand it yet. Um, so, unfortunately, I probably can't, but I could definitely show you the yeah. cards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see the, um, see the I cards. I um, two different versions. One of them is the um, traditional um, Rider uh, White, uh, sorry, Rider on Weight um, Tarot um, deck. And then there's another deck called Tarot Familiars, which revolves around animals. Okay. My okay. particular co- form of witchcraft, I usually work with animal spirits a lot because that's what I, I gravitate to and that's what sure. usually works for me. Um, so I use a combination of the two. Okay. Um, so these cards, I'm just kind of describing what I'm seeing here. Um, they look like they're probably the same width of a standard playing card, but slightly longer maybe twice as yeah, long definitely um but the other difference is when you're shuffling these decks and you can't shuffle these but you don't want to shuffle them the same way you would do those like a traditional deck okay you these are to be handled with care sure and to also when you're shuffling you know more you're handling them yourself is to be done with the thought process of what you're trying to have answered okay, okay. so there's different kinds of shuffles for different kinds of questions it depends on the individual who's reading Sure. Or the or the quotient or the individual who's questioning. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but as you can see, um, Queen of Pentacles. Um, there's the, uh, the Ace of Swords, uh, the Chariot, which is a major arcana. Okay. Okay. Seven of Swords. Um, basically, you if when you're reading these. You are um, reading, you look at the picture, discerning what the t- uh, what the picture means, and um, along with the connection it has with the other cards that you're pulling. So, sure. I've watched a couple videos about like people reading, but I can't remember. So, does the person ask a question to the reader, and then you shuffle and flip? How does that work again? It, um. It like I say, it depends on who's um doing the uh, um the reading. So okay. how I usually do it is that um I don't have them tell me, I don't have the the the, the quotient or the um or the questioner tell me their um their question. I okay. just have them um think about the question they have going on, um and I have them to think about it while they're shuffling their deck, and then 
I have them pull maybe three or four different cards, and then I look at it, and then I tell them what the cards are saying. Okay. Sure. Gotcha. But yeah, you definitely ask your question to to whoever's um, okay. dealing the cards out. <laughs> so how much of like the reading is that is like the person who's who's the the reader or. There's, the, it's the individual who's um, reading, and then there's the, the questioner or the yeah. quotient. So the individual who's reading um, can, is it like a set, like these three cards mean this thing specifically, or is there room for differences of interpretation? There's between... definitely room. The, the, cards can, the, the cards have multiple meanings attached okay. to them, and especially is um, in the way they're positioned, because there's the traditional um, right way, and then there's the, um, the inverted way. Right. And they usually have two different meanings depending on how you're looking at it. Sure. Okay, so there's there's a little... It's not like each... like It's going to be the same it from person to person. It all depends on how the cards are set out and then the, and, and the meaning it has behind the suit gotcha. that is pulled. Gotcha. Okay. So something I was thinking about, um, this kind of ties back to uh, uh, the earlier discussion, um, between tarot cards and Wicca and witches in general, is there been like a depiction in popular popular culture that has gotten it the most correct um, from your understanding? Um, say, um, repeat the like the last bit for me. So like, Sorry. Uh, is there like maybe a movie or TV show or book that has? gotten the depiction of wicca and tarot cards and and the that kinds of religion more correct than others i wouldn't say there's probably uh, not a hundred percent correctness in the movies but <laughs> well that's a that's a big toughie i mean because it usually depends on whoever is watching it and then they, they usually do it but for me personally i thought that the show penny dreadful did a pretty um outstanding way when they were showcasing tarot uh, of course there's also um, the cult classic um, uh, there's uh, I'm sorry the, uh, the cult classic uh, uh, the uh, the coven mm. um, yeah um, what else probably did it right or at least did somewhat de uh, decent job uh Those are the ones that majorly come to mind for me right now. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Oh, there was an anime that came out not too long ago. Um, the Ancient Magnus Pride did an amazing job. Really? Talking about um, the use of magic and, and, and the spirits that goes within it. I so, thought that was pretty, pretty And that, pretty That's amazing. a pretty recent, uh, recent anime that came out? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, wh what's the anime about? We can maybe... Oh, Ancient Magnus, right? Yeah. Uh, Ancient Magnus, right, rolls around um, a young girl who in the world is known as a uh, slave beggy. Mm -hmm. uh, she's part of the fae um, creatures, um, but she's um, basically um, a slave beggy is an individual who has tremendous potential of magic, but they have a shortened lifespan, and she's sold into slavery um when her mother gives her up mm. and she's um so uh, she is purchased by this um uh this mad uh, this mage like character um who decides that he's going he wants a apprentice slash wife 
and of course of the the series is him teaching her how to use mad utilize her magic and form a relationship and a bond with her interesting and they did an amazing job as far as i'm concerned with the connection of familiar spirits with um those who practice the craft awesome well uh listeners go check out that show uh do you know where they could find that oh funimation channel usually does a, or, or country roll entertainment perfect go check out those uh those uh sites and apps and check out that show that'd be uh, that'd be great so would like ouija boards and um what am i trying to think of uh shoot uh um like what is it called when you like <laughs> we're cutting this part out but okay when you like cleanse the, the demon out of someone an exorcism thank oh. you okay anyways oh. let me start my question over okay would like Ouija boards and like exorcisms count as like witchcraft, or is that like they a whole can. different? They definitely can. Now, here's the thing: um, a lot of people don't realize that certain things that every that people do every day is witchcraft. Witchcraft is all in the intent. Like I said, it goes down to how you're intended to be. But uh, if you're using a Ouija board, a Ouija board is a tool and an okay. instrument. It's not a toy. Right. Uh, even though it's sold as a toy yeah even though it's sold <laughs> as a ridiculous. toy it's not really a toy <laughs> uh, an exorcism definitely witches could perform exorcisms okay uh, it's, that's you cleansing an individual of negative forces and entities um, there's plenty of instruments like, there's multiple tools that's used in, in witchcraft and wicca uh, I utilize a wand there's wand staffs uh, uh, cauldrons uh, herbs uh Feathers and wings uh, for uh, lifting in um, the air and, and, and uh, incense, crystals. All right. Yeah. So would you say simply like wishing something upon someone is That's like... a spell. Yeah. Gotcha. So, like, so people are doing this all the time and they don't even know about yeah, it. Exactly. I'm about to get myself a staff, though. <laughs> People who do like daily affirmations, that's that's it's, definitely a it's spell. Intent. It's intent. Yeah. You're um place you're putting that intent out there into the universe and you're hoping that it comes back to you. Uh the whole idea of karma, uh right. for us, it's um I believe in this in the concept of the seven or threefold rule. Whatever you do onto somebody is gonna come back to you that many times uh, three or seven times on fold. Uh when you um dealing with um i don't know uh little little things it's just like little um aspects of you know wishing someone well um having uh funeral rites or um the whole idea of communion those are those are rituals yeah gotcha yeah i think a lot of people just just from my own life i've noticed that there's so much ritual in in most religions but we don't view it as ritual exactly. and it's just part of the thing that they they associate it as if it's different but yeah. it's really not right cuz i mean just because i do believe in forces that are that have names and things that are different 
the um expressed then christianity islam or judaism doesn't necessarily mean i don't i, I believe it as something that's completely different i believe in a, a, in in that force too it's just i don't believe it as just one single um, aspect or one particular aspect this this one thing right. multiple things right and um oh wow i just had a brain fart <laughs> well, it seems like coming around going around today um yeah so like ritual is really a just a repeated action for a specific purpose mm-hmm. so like brushing your teeth is a ritual of tooth cleanliness <laughs> it's there so like yeah. praying yeah is yeah. a ritual praying too. is definitely a ritual it's all <sighs> how you do it yeah. I'm about to get heated in here because, like, <laughs> just like Christians and like, here's the thing: they all put like they're the best, you know. Like, I'm not. This probably shouldn't go in there. I don't know. Go ahead. But go ahead. like, and then we want to like crush on these other beliefs, mm-hmm. but like, it's all the same. Like, rituals, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, here's my thing. It's not to say that I don't believe any one thing is is better than the other. It's, right. It's just in your interpretation of what you're doing. Uh, there's Christian witches out there. A lot of people don't understand that or know that. Witches that definitely practice witchcraft, but they believe in Jesus Christ and in God. Yeah. Well, you kind of kind of like you, but you don't really practice. I, yeah, like I don't Christianity. Yeah, I don't really practice Christianity, but I definitely believe. I mean, I don't. I, how can I would disprove that Jesus Christ wasn't a person? Right. I just I believe in the, anybody who's up there preaching that people should be good to people that the way you want people to be good to you. I'm all for that. Why wouldn't for I? Sure. Be? But at the same time, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to say that that's the only way you need to go. Everybody has their own unique journey that they're going to go on in life. Uh, I'm just choosing to take mine in the path that I'm going to ask multiple individuals for help and not just one person. <laughs> right. <laughs> so going along with that, um, if someone is interested to learn about Wicca and like maybe start practicing Wicca, what's some good resources to check out? What what path or like where should they go for information and and whatnot? The journey to practicing witchcraft or Wicca or any particular other paganistic um, ceremonial practices is always one that is done in a solitary fashion. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to, uh, and I would strongly encourage you to, I mean, there's different uh, websites you can go to. More importantly, there's books. Uh, Probably check out your local New Age shop. A lot of those places usually have a lot of um, materials and and classes that help educate and um and gear you up for those particular kind of practices um there's one i usually frequent in ferndale called the boston tea room amazing place and that sells not only amazing tea but they, really? <laughs> but they get um but they also give out uh, or at least they they also um have classes there's um tarot readings there by oh, okay. numerous different um very um accurate um psychics or members um that practice um there's also um classes to learn those things and books and um artifacts that you could use in your own particular pa- um practices that you could buy there okay okay so would you consider like 
witchcraft and like Wicca like a free spirit religion or just? It can be, yeah. Okay. I definitely would. Uh, I guess you said it's like based on the person. Yeah, so it's really, yeah. It can really go any way. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting <clears throat> to me. Uh, there's multiple ways to practice. There's no one or right way to do it. It's all in, how, in what you want to do, what you think is the best way to go about it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, I guess, lastly, is there anything that you want to to say about about Wicca or witchcraft or even tarot reading that we haven't discussed before uh, throughout the episode so far? Uh, I mean, the only thing I would want people to take away from this is that you should have an open mind about uh, learning these kinds of things. There's an entire you know, spectrum of things out there in, in our world and beyond it that we as mortal beings simply just don't know or understand, but have more than enough time to try and, ex- and gain those experiences. So I would definitely say open up your heart and your mind to oh. learning about those type of things. Preach. <laughs> Thank you. That's like half the stuff I always say on this podcast. Like <laughs> so many people are closed minded, like, about aliens you know like oh, everything I like it's just, aliens out there Why it not? just doesn't make sense right. like for people to not like accept different beliefs and like even would, look into them you know like i always find it crazy that people who practice who practice christianity or judaism or islam they can believe in god and they can believe in angels but you can't believe in magic or aliens right and stuff like that like you can believe some individual in invisible persons out there in the sky <laughs> right you that's what i'm saying grasp yeah. the fact that but somebody might be yeah. living beyond your own world or yeah when there's like tons of universes and mm-hmm. places we haven't explored in space like oh, I hello? Definitely, there's definitely a, a sense of different realities and dimensions right. out there looking at the fae those are extra dimensional beings mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's really interesting just thinking about that is that i feel like a lot of like the words like magic and ritual mm-hmm. have a negative cultural connotation. That's and only because of when individuals who practice on um, those Abrahamic religions, when they were converting pagans and or the um, rural religions of those lands to those um, dominating forces, mm-hmm. that was their way to demonize them, right, or to lower their position when in their world that in makes their society sense. that makes sense it, it's interesting that you know even three four hundred years later that there's still have that connotation within the, within modern culture i mean look at the, uh, the look at when people talk about or describe the devil they always describe the devil with big with big horns and wings and hooved clothing hooved feet well that was that's the description that you're taking from the Greco-Roman uh, religions of um, like w- when you're associating the the deity of Pan or the horned god, right? You're just trying, to, but you're taking it into a negative sense when it really didn't originate that way. Don't understand why people. We, we, <laughs> you don't really need those type of things to explain why people do bad things like that. Right. Yeah. Right, and there's. I believe that people have agency. You know, mm-hmm. people people have free will. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So use it. I mean, right. that's uh, <laughs> that's what I, that's my main thing. Say like if you, 
you're 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 given this opportunity to exist in this world well part of existing is gaining experience and you're never going to fully understand something unless you have an open mind yes (laughs) and then i don't it just doesn't make sense to me that like you know people that believe in god are so like what they think he wants them to do and like all the rules they have to follow like Mm. certain religions you know like i just don't understand why like a god would like create someone just so they have to live by all these rules i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me yeah but and well here's the thing when i look at gods or deities i look at them as um entities that exist both separately from myself and within myself as um and in that particular case, um, I also don't believe that they're all good or, or nor all evil. Right. They all, it's all in the agendas. Right. Interesting. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Yeah, thank um, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We should have you again sometime if you want. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah sure. Definitely. <laughs> um Hopefully next time uh, when you're here, we have the nose with us. That way <laughs> you have some of his great input. That um, is an interesting name. It is. <laughs> it is definitely an interesting name. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug before we end the show? Plug? Like uh, shout out. Shout out. Uh, I guess I did my shout out already when I would try to get people. Please visit the Boston Tea Room in Ferndale, Michigan. It is an amazing place. That play, It deserves a uh, heck of a lot more clientele. It, it, please just get either go there for the tea or the readings. <laughs> Have fun, but definitely check it out. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. And uh, don't forget to uh, follow Bulldog Radio on uh, uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Um, Bulldog Radio FSU, Twitter and Instagram, and then just Bulldog Radio on Facebook. Uh, this is... Gamma signing out. This is Slick signing out. And the Howling Witch signing out.